0: And welcome to the Dogcast for
1: Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au
0: Yes, welcome to the latest edition of the Dogcast, as mentioned, brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. Um, I'm your host, Sean Matheson, GRSA's Racing Manager. Uh, Radio TAB's Tim Edwards is not available today, and we are fortunate to be joined by our special guest host, making his debut on the Dogcast, And that's Kurt Donsberg. Uh, You'll know him as the resident trackside photographer. Um, And so, Kurt,
1: welcome to you on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Sean. It was uh, a bit of a shock and uh, something out of left field to get asked to come on here. But uh, happy to do it. And uh, I love being part of the industry. And I love uh, promoting the industry as well, as you know. So, um, and I've got the perfect head for radio, so this should uh, work out like feta cheese and the salami, which is a perfect match.
0: Well, we've got a big show to get on with, but I mean, maybe just while we've got you on the show, we wanted to get you on the show just for an interview. But we've got you in the studio now, so we may as well just get a, a bit of a background into yourself, and uh, not to go too in depth. But uh, what's led you to this point uh, in greyhound racing?
1: Um, well, it started, I got dogs uh, probably in, in about 2008, uh, my wife's pa was Johnny Omi and he, um, mm-hmm. he was a good coursing trainer and, and a good uh, track trainer in his own right, but uh, yeah, we got a couple of dogs with him, I think we probably had uh, 20 or 30 at some point, but uh, I don't know the exact number, I'm not going to say it because my missus probably doesn't know and I don't want to put myself in trouble, but uh, um, yeah, we had uh, dogs with him for a while until his health sort of gave way and um, in 2011 we sort of uh, parted company from the dogs a little mm-hmm. bit and and then in 2017 as you know we um there was an opportunity to take some photos and i spoke with you and yep um it started out with just a a thursday night trial for 10 weeks which is <laughs> now gone into a six or seven day a week job so it's gone from a hobby to a full-time job and and uh, you know i'm one of those fortunate people if you could pick your job mm. i've been able to do it so i love being there it's i love the social aspect of it as well and people come to my desk all the time i'm a bit like the greyhound racing checkout chick they come and tell me their life story and and it's good and, and you know it's um i'm happy to be part of it <clears throat> like excuse me like i said and um you know, i still get excited when i get the good shot and yeah um yeah really enjoying it
0: well i think that's really most notable about you kurt that you get some wonderful shots um yeah. for the owners and the connections of these dogs and i know they're very appreciative i know they're appreciative of the time that you put into them Um, As you said, you're you're part of the furniture now virtually seven days a week at the Greyhounds. Um, So, again, it's a credit to you, the rapport that you've um, been able to establish with the racing fraternity that um, not only locally, but interstate. I know you're you're getting well connected uh, interstate as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. um, I've done a little bit of um, work for uh, Sky Racing on the the catching pen. and. There are a good bunch of lads on there with uh, Mark and, and, and The Wiz, Jason Lincoln and, and Patch Adams as well. I talked to him about lawn as well, Patch, and okay. not just dogs. So, uh, yeah, so it's been good. But, yeah, I have um, uh, made some connections over in the west area as well with David Simonetti with uh, the Australian Greyhound Club. So yep. um, supplied a few photos for him for their uh, presentation recently. So, yeah, it's it's a good industry to be involved in. It's a small one, but, um, you know, I've got invitations to go and see people when I get over to Melbourne or Perth or wherever. So, no like i said thoroughly enjoying it
0: okay well that's terrific Kurt. and looking forward to your insights on the show today um and coming up on today's show we're going to preview uh the kate's a scandal christmas sprint the the feature christmas race coming up this thursday night at angle park uh we'll have a, a look at um some of the highlights of 2020 uh, disregard the the COVID issues but there's been some wonderful highlights and we'll go through a couple of yours and, and mine hmm. um Great to have our interview today, Beck Roman. Uh, She's really come into the SA ranks from interstate as a trainer and really hit the ground running. Uh, Many winners she's been getting, and so it'll be great to have a quick chat to her uh, towards the end of the show. Really looking forward to that. And um, we'll look forward to what the show brings on the Dogcast.
2: The Week in Review.
1: So, this week on The Week in Review, brought to you by the Fresh Pet Food Co, proud suppliers of, of fresh pet food for our GAP SA Greyhounds and the GAP prison programs. And the best part, Sean, is they're based right here in South Australia, so you're supporting a local business and probably been never never been more important than now to, to do that. So Absolutely. Um, you can find their stuff at uh, any sort of supermarket, Coles, Woolies, we get ours from Coles, IGA as well. Um, and check out their website at freshpetfoodco.com.au. So... The Week in Review, Sean, we'll uh, touch on uh, a few of the topics you mentioned earlier, but we'll start with the 2020 Brian Johnston final at Group 3 level, won by Fly for Tricks for Jane McNichol.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It's been a few weeks since we've had the show, and so this race was run a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it had been delayed and put back on, so it was a credit to the participants to get their dogs up and firing for this, but wasn't Fly for Tricks outstanding in the final? Um, He ran 29.75, uh, he had to work hard. Um, our boy Wolf led them up. Um, but Fly got a beautiful run through and really charged home. It said 29.75. Oakvale Blue got home really well for Nathan Wilson into second. Uh, our boy Wolf h- held on for third. And Chief Sabon um, doing a great job uh, for the, the Nob's Uh connections there and going really well so a fantastic race group three level the brian johnson's uh, a, a race that is much sought after for these up and coming dogs and fly for tricks kurt um he's heading off towards the silver chief heats i think this saturday night
1: yeah boxing day a uh, uh, couple going over there troy murray's got a couple heading over as well yeah
0: group one level so we're looking forward to see how the sa dogs perform and throughout the year the sa dogs have been fantastic so no doubt fly for tricks will uh will really set a good standard um, of racing and he's a, a, a real up and comer.
1: Absolutely. And I, I think um everybody was um or well, apart from jame McNichol was probably a little bit disheartened when the box draw came out for the final getting the one and mm. um perhaps thought that um he might get it on his all his own way there. But uh, our boy Wolf, he's uh, he hasn't he improved with Browse. Mm. He's he's yep. jumping out of his skin so uh, I spoke with the owner, Brett, who's he's a really good bloke, Brett, and I've uh, got a lot of time for him, but uh, he was saying the seven might be good for Wolfie. With, um, he doesn't like to turn quite so hard. He gets a run into the first corner and just sort of creates a path, and he did that with the 4.38 first split, and he led him down the back, and I thought, oh, you might pinch this, but just the uh, the quality of dog that uh, fly for tricks, is um, just managed to get over the line there. And, yeah. and that whole litter is uh, really going well, isn't it, with Funambulist, and uh, you've also got uh, Sally Noggin for Ray Fewings going well too. So, Absolutely. Yeah, they're... Uh, But it was a great race and and, uh, great to to see Jane McNichol um, having some more success with Mm -hmm. that
0: litter. For sure. Uh, Speaking of good litters, uh, we cast our minds back to the Golden Maiden and Victor Mikey for uh, the Rasmussens um, from the Fernando Bale Victor Victoria litter. And a lot of people see all these Victor dogs popping up for the Rasmussen team. And Victor Mikey could well be the best of them. We saw um, what he can do in the Golden Maiden. He, he was brilliant in the heat, showed an unbelievably good early speed. And again in the final at Gawler on the Sunday night uh, a few weeks ago, bounced out, uh, led them pretty easily and ran 31.05. And for a very young dog, uh, really set the tone. And, I mean, I think the race will... will be proven to show that there's some really nice quality young dogs coming through. Queen Mears ran second and mm. already won a, a, a maiden in its Yeah, that one on Sunday right. night there, yeah. Uh, cool. Shantui's Ember ran third. And Barbados Express for the Rawlings team uh, has won at Angle Park on a, on a Thursday night. So a really good race and a really strong litter. It was great to see the shadows back on the track, obviously. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, it was uh, when they returned, uh, uh, I can't remember what race it was, but it was at Angle Park and it was fairly emotional. I mean, I got a lot of time for Ron and Joan and um in fact there's one in that litter who's uh named victor kurt so um, okay and i got yes. to pick him out as a pup and um hopefully he's better than his namesake because i couldn't run out of sight in a dark night but uh he's had a couple of starts for a second he pulled up a bit sore last week but uh, now that litter there's 12 of them in it and they've, they've all been broken in and all all going to yeah. be racing so uh, i think so far we've had uh, victor emma victor sage victor kurt victor buzz victor mikey yeah mikey's named after mick geniotis so uh, he's happy with the win too but uh yeah, that that was an impressive run um not only in the final but in the heat as well mm-hmm. uh, 425 first uh, 325 first split and a 3086 for a first first run ever yeah in the field is uh pretty enormous and then like you say in the final he's gone 321 so a bit quicker again and um, they were never going to catch him so yeah he's um a quality dog and it, it'll be interesting to see where he's going to go and how he's going to end up but that whole it is fairly exciting
0: yeah i know the rasmussen's have been very excited from early doors with this litter so it's great they've, they've definitely hit the ground running and another SA bred I mean they're going fantastically well the SA bred yep. dogs
1: and one dog I did see in that race that I do like the look of is Shantui's uh, Ember mm. Nathan Goodenough he's a, a young trainer a good bloke he, he takes his uh, missus and kids out to the track all the time and um, was a dead set unlucky run on Sunday night out at Gaul. I just copped a bit of trouble and, but ran home strong and that's not far off a win so I'd be putting that in your black book if you've got one so okay. um, very handy dog I think
0: And let's uh, cast our minds. Only two uh, last week where we saw Shadow Mist, the gun sprinter from SA, been doing a great job on the national scene, made the Hobart 1000 Group 1 final by winning his heat in brilliant fashion, got into the final um, and looked a little bit flat um, from dispatch point. But, I mean, we're talking Group 1 level here. Tommy Shelby ended up winning the race in, in near track record time. Uh, Shadow Miss has been travelling um, New South Wales, yeah, Tassie, doing a great fair, job.
1: A fair resume now, hasn't he? He's racking up the frequent flyer points, that's for sure. I,
0: I wouldn't be too disappointed in no. his performance. Um, hopefully, we get to see him back in, in a couple of weeks back in SA. Yep. Um, and he's been doing a wonderful job. And for, for Lauren Harris and Ryan Tugwell, um, a really a put. SA Racing on the mat with this dog. Yeah, I mean, absolutely.
1: I, I mean, uh, he obviously got a, a golden ticket into the uh, semifinals of the Million Dollar Chase and, and won that uh, in very good time. Mm. Um, just a little bit unlucky, just needed to lead that final, but uh, he bounced off the rails a couple of times and sort of put himself out of action. But uh, the Hobart Thousand final, you know, like you said, it's a group one final, and if you're just 1% off your best, mm. you know, you... you these guys don't muck around. They're the big boys. And yeah. and Tommy Shelby, once he crossed, he was um, going to be hard to beat. And, and he, he's finally got his first group one. And and hopefully uh, Sooty, old Shadow Mist, might pick up a group one himself. But speaking about him returning, I mm-hmm. spoke to Ryan and Lauren last night. Um, he's actually still over in Tasmania. Okay. So he's coming back tomorrow yep. on the bird. And um, going to have a little bit of time at home. They said he had a gallop on Sunday night. Pulled up fine after the race and everything like that. Everything's uh, as it should be. And... They're going to be targeting him for the SA Sprint in January. So. Okay, terrific. Uh, and there's probably going to be a few other dogs. I think Fly For Tricks will probably be in that as well. And um, yep. that's probably going to be a ripper of the series, I think.
0: Well, at the sprinting ranks, um, God, it's very hard to win at the free-for-all oh. company. And uh, you mentioned, Kurt, we had a couple of other dogs return. And yeah. Korong Lucy, um, she returned in fine fashion a couple of weeks <laughs> of ago.
1: She's a uh, She's come back and I know um, she won a heat in the Adelaide Cup um, semi-final. Uh, didn't quite go as well as they might have liked in the final, and then tried Gawler and didn't quite fire there either. But she's had some time off, come back over the 388 last Monday night and has gone 21.88, mm. so it's only a length off of A.M. Marshall's track record. So um, she's gone really well. And the other one, uh, very similar, was uh, Alfieri up at uh, Murray yep. Bridge last Friday. Hasn't ever raced over the 395, um, also had a couple of months off. And, um He's come out best of time, best night of the, uh, best time of the day in in uh, 2216, I think it was. So um, going very well, and I mean, he's a great dog in his own right. Yeah. But he's Seneki's brother, isn't he? So uh, mm. um, that whole litter has been just a, a godsend for Bill and and also for Kieran. But uh, going well at stud too, Seneki. I believe he's served uh, over 70 dogs or 70 bitches now. So yep. uh, yeah, going very very well. And I guess the other one we need to mention, Sean, is. Um, a record that can never be broken now is uh, Shimmer Breeze down at Mount Gambier ah, on yes. Sunday. So saw
0: her return to the track. Yep. Yeah,
1: yep. Yeah. Uh, 16 dead down there, beating the previous record of 16:19, and uh, given that the 277 has now been retired, it's mm-hmm. never going to be beaten. So uh, um, you can put that on her her resume. So uh, well, handy. she
0: she's got a very long list. So just add yeah, another indeed. accolade to yeah, her very, resume.
1: Very very fast dog.
0: Well that's true And again it's gonna be very hard in the in the coming so two thousand and twenty we're gonna we're gonna bypass two thousand and twenty one looks really exciting yeah, with all yeah. these dogs coming back so the yep. s a sprint championships oh, God that's gonna be yeah, a great I series mean,
1: you've got um uh, and even the Kate's of scandal uh, Christmas sprint coming up with yep. uh, the dogs that are in that they'll probably all go on to that sprint series too so uh, yeah you're gonna have to be running time to to just make the final let alone to win the final so uh yeah, very exciting time for uh, greyhound racing in South Australia, for sure. All right, Kurt. Well, that's
0: our look at the week in review.
1: The preview.
0: That's right, The Preview. And it's brought to you by SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. Search at The Dogs SA and get on board. As always, gamble responsibly. And Kurt, this Thursday night at Angle Park, bit of an earlier start um being christmas eve uh start uh only the 10 races Nine thirty gets everyone hopefully home with the families yep uh, on on christmas eve but it's going to be a fantastic night of racing, highlighted by the kate's a kate's a scandal christmas sprint of course kate's a scandal in uh looking back through the history in 1981 she won 15 consecutive metro races
1: right? i did not know that I, i'm before my time, but it was early yep. 80s, I think, wasn't it? That, yeah, uh, she was around, and uh, you know, if you've got a, a race named after you, you you're oh, going yeah. all right, aren't you?
0: Well, she was considered the best sprinter in the land, and it was culminated in winning the uh, the national sprint final at Olympic Park,
1: right? Uh, yeah.
0: And so, I mean, uh, worthy to have, as you say, a race named after after you. It was trained by Howard Gray, and there's been some wonderful winners of this race, uh, going back to Skull Murphy, the likes of um, uh, you know. Uh, Mrs. Bubbles won it back-to-back for Maddie Payne. Mm. Zinfandel Zara could have been anything if injury yeah. didn't strike her down. Twenty
1: nine seventy three run. She was uh, pretty handy. She's got some good dogs on the ground too now, though. So, yep, yep. And, and just had another litter too, I believe.
0: And last year we had Axel Footloose for Ken Trowbridge. And no doubt uh, Thursday night's winner will be uh, w- a well-worthy um, recipient on the honour roll. And we'll go through the, the field. It's 8.43. It's race eight on the card. Uh, one is Air Marshal for Ray Murray. Uh, the two is Helen's Teddy for Beck Roman. We'll talk to Beck a little bit later in the show. Three is Jack's Well for Cam Butcher, going extremely well for him. Corborne Scar is out of the four for Tony Rasmussen. The five is Springvale Izzy for Ray Murray. Six is Power Burner for Murray Kiley. Seven, Bold Mirage, also for Ray Murray. Ray's got three in the race. Eight is Spring Burner for Greg Bord. The reserve is Sutton in And... Kurt, another high-quality open class race. Uh, the markets are not out yet, but just looking on the GRSA website, Jacks Well at two dollars eighty, and Air Marshal at three ten. They're probably going to start the favoured pair uh, and look really hard to beat. What was your take on the on the box draw and and how the race might pan
1: out? Yeah, well, uh, like you said, Jacks Well will probably start favourite and, and probably deservingly so as well. I mean, his last run, he went twenty nine fifty four with a, was it 21 or 64? 21 With a run home of twelve fifty two, which, mm. that's flying. Yeah. So uh, um, I'm just a little bit uh, concerned about uh, if he's going to be able to lead them early. Mm-hmm. But uh, Helen's Teddy on the inside is not the quickest beginner that we've ever seen. But uh, um, for me, I like Air Marshall off the red. He's um, going all right. You You'd forgive his last run out at Gawler where he's just put in an absolute shocker. He's run seventh, and he just couldn't get across from the wide yep. box out there over the shorts. And yep. um, yeah, he's he's got to... Uh, a very impressive resume, like a few of the dogs we've talked about tonight. He's uh, the current track record holder over the 388. Mm-hmm. He's run uh, 29.54, uh, I believe, out there at Gawler, uh, at Angle Park, rather. Yep. Um, he's got five or six wins in his last seven or eight starts. So he's, and I think the draw is going to help him. He's, he's had uh, eight goes from the red. He's had three wins and three placings. So he likes either the extreme inside or extreme outside. Sure. And I think if he can jump, he's probably going to hold on and. Um, look for Jack's to be running home as well, but uh, and then I think probably uh, Ray's going to fill the the third position there with uh, Bold Mirage. But I tell you what, if Power Burner gets up, mm-hmm. um, and I don't, I'm not sure, I'm not writing him off. But if he does, uh, Don Higgin is going to have some sort of celebration. He's uh, yep. He's very enthusiastic, Don, and uh, he loves his uh, Power Burner, old Percy. And I think people, when he has a win at Murray Bridge, people can hear him celebrating at Manham. So uh, yep. he's. Um, He's a bit of a character, old Don. But, yeah, for me, I think uh, Air Marshall's probably going to get the nod here uh, on Thursday night.
0: Okay. Well, I'm very similar to you, Kurt. I think Air Marshall, out of the red, I don't think there's a lot of speed in the race to no. cross him. And we've talked on the show previously with with, um, with Tim Edwards that Air Marshall's probably a better galler dog. But I think recently, um, in the last month and a half, he's shown how good he can he is at Angle Park uh, with those brilliant performances Again, from a wide draw, he's almost unbeatable from a wide draw, but he has drawn one, and he just looks the speed, and I agree with you, forget the run last start, it was over the short course, um, in, I mean, Major Major was in the race, I mean, it was a high-quality race. That
1: was, I mean, all-out crazy as well for Mike Whittle, which is no slouch, and and he's run second, but yeah, I agree, I mean, his last three starts at Angle Park, over the 500, he hasn't gone anything worse than 29.70, so he's ultra-consistent and quick, so...
0: Yeah, I think he'll be off and gone, um, and then it will be left to the others to, to chase home hard, as you mentioned. Jackswell, jeez geez, Cam Butcher can find a greyhound, can't can, he?
1: Yeah, he can. you know, to get Kurom Lucy back after that drop back leg muscle was, yep. was really good, and, you know, he's, um, he's put a, po- a lot of polish on a lot of dogs, so, um, you, know, you know, the likes of one Fire and Worm Burner, he's star dog at the moment. I yep. had a look the other day with uh, Worm Burner, and... He's had a winner for every day of the year, and he could stop now. So he's had over three hundred sixty-five winners for yep. the year. So, and five the other night. So, yep, Cam Butcher can certainly train a dog, and know, um, yeah, don't rule him out. But rule him out with Jackswell on Thursday night.
0: Well, uh, as I said, it's going to be a fabulous race. Uh, really looking forward to it. Race eight on the card: the Cates a Scandal Christmas Sprint. That's uh, one of the highlights on the night. Now, Kurt, we might just try and get your best bet on the uh, on the program. Um, as I said, it's a 10-race program full of depth. So did you find one for the Dogcast listeners out there?
1: I've found one. Uh, it's going to be a best each way bet. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, I like uh, Race 6 number 1 No Knowledge for Ray Barkler. He's... Mm-hmm. Um, got this dog going all right at the moment and you'll find that the dogs that have beaten him recently are all in the case of Scandal Christmas Sprint. So, yep. uh, Bold Mirage, Jack's well, he's, he's only been beaten by Bold Mirage by a nose the other week, um, running second there and I was speaking to Ray last night at the track and, and he reckons he's going to go all right. So, I reckon you're going to get you know double figure odds about him. So, he's currently at 12s here on the GRSA site but uh, um, look for him on the inside there, um, box one, if he can lead and hold him out, he'll, he'll probably still be running on at the end there. And, yep. And... Um, no, you might be able to buy yourself uh, something nice for Christmas if he gets up at twelves or even better. So
0: you'd have to, uh, yeah, you'd have to maybe go to the servo on the way home <laughs> at eight o'clock at get night. no-car you to wash your car. <laughs> um, uh, well, that's going to be fantastic value if he can get home for Ray Bark. It'll be terrific for him to have a, a, another winner. Um, I'm like race one, number two, true survivor for Lauren Harris. Uh, I think. Uh, go back, go on this Greyhounds win two starts ago at Murray Bridge over the 530, very very strong running uh, 2969, uh, fourth in a, in the free for all Anniversary Cup last start behind Boss McLaren uh, when he when. She drew seven, I think, closer to the rail. She's going to be really hard to beat. She'd get a nice run through. Yep. Uh, it's going to be my best bet on the card. So uh, really looking forward to that. My best race, one, number two, True Survivor. And Kurt, your best was? Race six, number one, No Knowledge. Okay, good luck to everyone. Really looking forward to Thursday night. The interview. Well, Kurt, we're very fortunate to have on this edition of the Dogcast, a trainer who's really... Uh, hit the ground running in south australia she's come across from victoria in the middle of the year and and really setting a really terrific standard with many winners and we speak of beck romaine who joins joins us on the dog cast good morning beck how are you good thanks how are you terrific and you're joining the shootout here with kurt uh and we'll probably talk about a you know, feature race uh, on Thursday night. The Kate's a scandal that you're going to have a good hand in with uh, Helen's Teddy, who's new to your kennel. But before we do that, let's just cast their minds back uh, a little bit to you coming across to SA, and and you're based out at Two Wells. And I suppose the question is, why did you? Why have you made the move to SA? And um and the setup that you've got out there at the moment. Uh, we made the move. Uh, we
2: decided to move. We had six weeks get organized after we signed up for the property so we had to move all the dogs finish pack up all our stuff or as much as we can we couldn't take that much with us at the time and um then we come here needed a change and we this place was advertised and we thought we'd give it a go
1: and you came over beck right in the middle of this uh pandemic that we've got and you've had to uh stay out there at uh, what was emily park for a couple of weeks did that help you settle in and get your dogs sort of uh accustomed and acclimatized i guess to the change
2: yeah, yeah, sure do. Because yeah, cause, yeah, as, yeah, we had to isolate for two weeks, and yeah, it just worked out well. Dogs got to settle in. We got to unpack and sort out all the dogs' stuff, and yeah.
1: And you've you've got a pretty great. strong team out there, Bant. You've how many dogs have you got?
2: Uh, in the race shed, we have got at the minute thirty six.
1: And uh, the word on the street is you've just had a couple of litters as well. So you guys must be. Uh Busy, busy, busy.
2: Yeah, yeah, we did. We did have a couple of litters.
1: And what was it? Um, there was uh, there was eight in one, I believe, wasn't there? And, and nine in the other, or something like that.
2: No, they both had eight.
1: Both eight, sixteen in total. Yep. And that's good.
2: Yep. Um, one had a fifth litter.
1: She's she's been a really good brood bitch.
2: And the other one, she that's her first litter. But they're both perfect mums.
1: Oh, that's that's good news. <laughs> now, yeah. GRSA have given you the kiss of death uh, recently that you're the kennel to follow and you're also your dog, uh, Lion Seeker, is also the dog to follow. And, uh,
2: oh, I saw that. Uh, yeah, no yeah, I know. I there's, <laughs> there's, there's no pressure
1: now, mate. But uh, uh, Lion Seeker, he went over to Perth the other day and, and went all right.
2: Oh, he's such a good boy. He came and he settled in perfect. He's, he's a little boy, but he does everything right. Um, the owner, she lives in Victoria and she couldn't get a start with him over there. Oh, really? um, and yeah, we thought he might shoot the smaller fields as well, which he does. But we did. We sent him to Perth, the race at Kennington last Saturday night. It was a really good run. He had never seen the track before. Um, that was more of a trial for him, even though it was a big race.
1: Yeah, listed race, uh, for sure.
2: Yeah, so we just thought we'd try him and hopefully he'll just place if he couldn't win, which he did. Did everything right. And there's a race there in January I want to send him back for.
1: So he's, he's staying over there, or is he coming back over to you and just uh, have a little spell? No, no he's
2: back. He came back yesterday.
1: Oh, there you go. So it's uh, short yeah. and sweet and uh, take the cash and come yeah. back to South Australia, which is nice. So Pretty much. Yeah. That's
2: how it works. Yeah.
1: And, Sean, you got a couple more questions there for Beck to uh, just run yeah, through? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it was uh, terrific to see, again,
0: another... Uh, we claim you was an SA trainer, obviously, Beck, that um, uh, Greyhound's performing on the national stage with Line Seeker at, uh, at uh, Kennington. I suppose we'll talk about Thursday night. Um helen's Teddy's in the feature race drawn box two uh first up in sa last thursday night and re- ran a, a wonderful race out of the box one a bit slow to begin but really hugged the rails nicely and and ran home very strong 29.97 uh a good run on debut and and steps up to that real open company uh, fast class race here in sa and What's your your thoughts around Helen's Teddy, uh, obviously, last Thursday night and obviously into this Thursday night's feature?
2: We actually haven't had her very long. She came from Victoria as well. Um, we did give her a trial before her race, just a box-to-box at Angle Park, and she actually went 17.32, which I thought she might have went a bit quicker, but she was slow out, so obviously her run-home time was a lot better on Thursday night. So if it, She just needs a bit more distance, that's all. Um, and she was lucky she had the box one because she needed the rail and she didn't find any trouble, <laughs> so she was very lucky. Well,
1: you, um, you did say there, but yeah, she run home... Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> she's no, uh, she's run home in 12.78, and that's, uh, that's um, good as it is, but uh, you'd imagine she'd probably go a little bit quicker after that run under her belt.
2: Yes, definitely. Um, she's had the full look now and hopefully she'll improve again. Um, she' There's really good field in that, so we're not expecting anything from her. Um, yeah, just but actually, he has drawn inside again, so
0: that will benefit her. I mean, I suppose drawing box two, uh, Air Marshal is a brilliant beginner, so you'd probably think she could just pop onto the rails and hopefully get a, a nice draft into the race, really. Just follow him home and just see what she can do along the rails.
2: That's what we're hoping, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, well. It's definitely a good race, and yeah, we'll see. Well, back. Y- and we spoke about how you've been going. You're close to 60-odd winners in, in virtually, you know, not even six months of racing. You, you travel around with your dogs, which we see at Angle Park on a Thursday night. We see you at the straight track at the bridge. We see you at Gawler. So you're not adverse to, to traveling around and, and placing your dogs extremely well. I said 60-odd winners in six months of racing. I think that's a fantastic effort. Um we probably highlight a couple of your your really good dogs that uh, we've taken note of. Obviously, Angry Trip's been a great addition to your kennel in the staying ranks and did take out the uh, Gawler Stayer's Classic um, yep. a, a few months ago. And uh, he's just a, a great little money earner for you. I mean, I think it's only yeah. missed a place once in well, 13 saying, goes over the 700. Yeah, he
2: tries. He's so honest, that dog. He runs the same time pretty much every week. He probably won't win over the 700, but he tries. There's some good stays coming up now. Gino's got his few coming back from injuries, and, yeah, they're going really well at the minute. And we'll have Lion Seeker back there in a couple of weeks. And Angry Trip will just try and place him in the veterans. Because he's getting old now. He's nearly four-year-old.
0: Uh, he
2: does. He loves the race still.
0: Okay, and and just on Thursday night, just one I wanted to pick out. Uh, you've got a, a few runners. I think a lot of live chances on Thursday night in your team, and it's great. I suppose you've got those metro performers, but in race nine, number four Tara Rocket looks like uh, that she's got into a real winnable race, and she's come back in fine form, winning her last two.
2: Yes, Tara. Yeah, she's been she's been really good here. Um, well, I did see that field. I'm hoping she has through the well near inside. Good for her, and that's what she'll need.
0: It's over the six hundred. No problem stepping up to the six hundred meters.
2: This is her first six hundred. Yeah, so we're hoping. Yeah, we're hoping she will. I'm sure she she can run it, but this is her first run, so she might need a couple of runs
1: there. And Beck, um, it's a real Can't team effort. Your... It's a real team effort at your place with uh, you and Ash out there uh, doing all the hard yards, and 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 to, I guess to prove that it it is um, a real team effort, and you're not favouring one dog to the other. Tara Rockets under your name, Max Rhodes under Ashley's name, and now other week out of it <laughs> you guys swapped and. Uh, Ash boxed Tara Rocket and got the win, and you got Max Road, and uh, you won uh, from the other direction and he uh, didn't quite perform. So, um, and I, like I told you, I said I saw who was boxing it, so I had a couple of dollars each way on her, and uh, she's gone all right. So, yeah, like I said, you know, Ashley's uh, starting to come good in her own right too, isn't she? She's got a few dogs, and and I guess the other thing I really like about you guys, and you know, I know we speak a lot on the track and we have a bit of a joke and a laugh, but you've brought a lot of um, new owners into the industry here in South Australia, and. And they're all good owners as well. I mean, I speak with Ashley Craven a bit and uh, I spoke with uh, Catherine who owns uh, Helen's Teddy the other day and uh, it was nice to meet Matt as well who's um, part owner of uh, the other dog I want to mention which is Brayson oh, Bits. Brace. Yeah, and he's an he going all right. He's uh, a track record holder up the straight there at Murray Bridge in 1604 and just narrowly beaten the other day up the straight track. But uh, what's in store for him? Just Is he is he ever going to sort of go around the circle or the horseshoe or is he just more of a straight tracker? Oh.
2: No, we will put him around the circle. He broke his toe at Murray Bridge, around the circle. So um. he had his six weeks off, or well, probably two, nearly three months when he came back. Yep. Um, yep. And he took a couple of starts down the street again. So we're we'll hoping to trial him soon at Angle Park just to see what he does out from the 388 boxes.
1: Yeah, he's a lovely dog, isn't he? He's a, he's, he's a lot he's like the really fella I've got at home, and he's, he's just a workhorse. And he's just... Almost like a tradesman, and he? he just gets his job done. He, he'll give you a pat and a cuddle after the race, but once he's uh, he's got that rug on, he's all business. So uh, yeah,
2: that's definitely that's He's right. a,
1: he's a lovely dog. But uh, uh, any other things you like there on uh, Thursday night, Beck? Like like uh, Sean said, Tara Rocket stepping up. You've got five in. Ash has got one in. But uh, um, select Hypo on the last might be a half a chance oh, in that select field.
2: that oh, She just can't draw a boxy dog. <laughs> she <laughs> she just... really needs the inside, and she just had no luck, and she keeps like. Yesterday she was, she had box eight. The last couple of starts she had box eight. She just finds it a bit hard to get right around them. She hasn't got that early pace just to, yeah. So hopefully, box five, um, she might go okay. Uh, Helen's Teddy, angry Trip, He'll just do his same run every week.
1: <laughs> yeah. And we're trying
2: Illustration. She's having her first start over the 700.
1: Yep. Uh, she raced
2: in the 600 last week. She's not very strong, but I'm hoping she'll... Should just run it.
1: And. Well, I mean, you've picked the right time to have a good stay at the moment with uh, Sir Tracklin out. He's uh, in the paddock while, uh, while Wally gets his um, bolt on knee put in and uh, back to the track. But uh, look, all the best for Thursday night, Sean. I don't know if you've got anything else you want to talk to Beck about, but uh, it's been great to have you on here, Beck. Like I said, you're, you're a bit of a breath of fresh air, you and Ash, and um, uh, it's been a pleasure to talk to you today, and uh, good luck on Thursday night.
0: Thanks very much. Good on you, mate. Thanks, Beck.
2: Thanks. See
0: you later. Hey, yep. See ya. Well, that was Beck Romain on the dog cast Curt, and what a breath of fresh air she is yeah. to have in our industry uh,
1: her and Ash they're both really lovely people and, and you know just down to worth and um when they come across, it was sort of you know it was, oh who's this new kid and mm. and then she started winning races and um, even before she was winning races she you could tell they were nice people and um yeah, they deserve every success, and like I said, with a couple of litters out there and thirty six yep. odd race dogs they're um. They have literally got their hands full, but uh, doing a great job and, and, and good to see them having some success. Yeah, they're,
0: and well-establishing themselves. They say got, got a daughter involved. Um, hopefully they're here for many years and, yeah. and many winners. As I said, they love to travel with their dogs and, and give them the best opportunity for them and their connections. Um, well, Kurt, as we head towards the end of this edition of the Dogcast, we want to just cast our eye back for the year that was. Um Maybe pick out a few of the real highlights for you. Um, you're right on the coal face there with the participants and the dogs, right at the at the winning post there all the time. But you're also in with all the uh, participants. Um, they've done it tough. Um, yeah. It's been difficult for them. Um, they've really uh, come out the other side. I think it's a real credit to them. Yep. Um, but some of the highlights that uh, you might want to just highlight with our listeners uh, for uh, 2020.
1: Well, look, I've got a couple, um, and yeah, you could probably the list is probably endless. But uh, yeah, like I said, it's been a really challenging year. But uh, I did like um, Golden Knight in the Adelaide Cup. That mm-hmm. was a great night. Like I said, I did a bit of work with uh, the Catching Pen and Sky Racing, and yep. I was on the Golden Night train from day dot and uh, tipped him in the the semis and then tipped him in the final. And um, and that, I think the other good part about that was the owners were able to get over. Sydney had just come out of lockdown, and uh, George and uh, Terry popped over and. Uh, yep. Uh, apparently, the celebration was hard and it was long, so uh, <laughs> um, but that was great. It was good to see him run, and, and there was a bit of hype about it too this year, wasn't there? With Catch the Thief and absolutely, yeah, uh, and, and him getting his golden ticket into the final by two ten thousandths of a second. I mean, how do you even measure that? But uh, mm. um, that's one for me. I mean, Sir Truculence running the Shame the Queen that was awesome. I mean, everyone loves to see a dog go from first to last. Uh, um, you know, everyone was on the truck train or whatever you want to call it, but uh, you know, even over 600, like he's just got that burst from about the 700 boxes going down the back. and... To, to round him up like he did was um Yeah I was phenomenal. Uh, but from,
0: our, our yeah. marketing team put the uh the Seinfeld yeah, yeah, uh, with in the, was, With the Kramer in there and I think it was quite fitting the way he got Yeah, on.
1: yeah well yo yeah, well, Barney he's got a he's got his own Facebook page now so he's got a, a little bit of a following and uh and Wally he's about as familiar as technology as um yep. um my pop who hasn't <laughs> you know he he doesn't know the first thing about it. So but Wally's doing a good job with him. Like I said, he's out at the moment having a little spell and and Wally's getting his knee done but uh yeah, that was a massive run, but I think the one for me this year that stood out as as a special moment, and it's only really for me, it's, mm-hmm. it's and, and the people who I'll talk about, but uh, it was Max Warrior, um, mm-hmm. a dog of uh, Lauren and Rhines. Yep, um, he was uh, as a puppy was um, set upon by a litter, an older litter, and uh, he was in a bad way. He had his shoulder sort of. Oh, he looked like he'd been through a meat mincer and sure. um, yep. didn't look good. And and I saw him uh, one night down the track at Angle Park when he'd come out of the vets and a lot of stitches and and, and didn't look nice. And I, I remember just saying, holy hell, what's happened here? But uh, I went, I knew I couldn't touch him, but I went down just to sort of talk him or whatever and he just he just weed himself. So mm-hmm. he was just a broken dog. And then to see him um, come back about 17 months later up at Murray Bridge, he was, he was the first dog I saw on the night. He had his lovely pink rug on, looked a million bucks and... To see where he was to where he became, yeah. um, he just looked like a strong, bold, confident dog. And um, I remember going up to him and I said, oh, look, mate, you probably don't remember me, but I remember you. And, and even now, I, I sort of get a bit emotional talking about him because it was just such – he was in such a bad way. And then mm-hmm. to see him come out of the eight box and, – and I've watched this race a few times because it, it, it does mean a lot to me. It was um, – you know, he jumped from the eight and um, – uh, Don Turner had a dog and I can't remember the name but it was the, the five dog and um, he's come around the outside and he got checked and he dropped back a bit I thought, oh no, that's it, he's gone and, and then he's come again and and you know, when he when he crossed that line in first, I I, was, I had the video camera going, I had the camera going and, and I've let go with a big Yahoo and and you know, um, Lauren's come back and she was crying and mm-hmm. Ryan probably doesn't want to say he was but we'll just say he had dust in his eye or something but he was emotional as well and it was one of those great stories where you know, the dog could have just been retired, or could have, you know, it, it could have even been worse. But uh, yep. um, to see him do that was fantastic, and uh, he won his first race. He won his second race. He's had a bit of a setback since, but uh, he'll be back on the track again. And like I said, you know, it's it's one of those really good stories where mm. um, you know the trainers put in the effort, and it just shows the amount of care and. And love that they have for the dogs. So, um.
0: I mean, Kurt, that's a terrific insight because um, for a lot of people, they just see what just what the outcome on the racetrack, yeah, where they win or lose. But yeah. it's the uh, you know the background story that yep. you give a fantastic insight to, and what you went through, and obviously also the connection to that dog. Well, that's, that well, that's dog.
1: right, and I mean, and I'll put it on my Facebook page, and I've got shared uh, in Ohio in America, in yep. London, and, and there's a lot of followers on my page in um, Chile and Argentina, and um, it, it's probably one of my most favourite stories of the year. So yep. for me, that's definitely a highlight. But uh, what about you, Sean? Anything stand out for you?
0: Uh, well, you've picked some good ones there, Kurt, yeah. i got to admit. Uh, a couple of highlights for me. Uh, we, we've spoken about Shadow Miss, but I think the way Ryan and Lauren did handle themselves through a very difficult, yeah. challenging time with making decisions around Million Dollar Chaser Adelaide Cup. Yep. I know it, it probably took a bit of a toll on them both, but I think they can look back with some reflection and go... They couldn't have done any more um, no. uh, f- through that period, and I don't think um, anyone um, knows how they'll deal with the sort of pressures until they're put under that. So,
1: well, I know there was a lot of pressure from to to try and and Lauren. I know it's it's her goal to win an mm. Adelaide Cup and to, yep. to weigh up you know whether she wants to go for the million dollars over there or potentially probably start favourite in the Adelaide Cup, which I think he probably would have done, but you know. Yep. They've made the decision that they've made, and and I think it was probably the right one in the end to win the semi final, and then yep. obviously they couldn't go in both because they were on the same night the semi final and the made cup, which was a bit, bit of a bummer. But uh, yeah, look, know, yeah, to to make the million dollar chase final and then a group one final as yep. well, it's um, shadow mist would certainly be there, and I would imagine be a great hand of the year finalist too. When uh, well, yeah, they'll they'll
0: out. be done uh, in the next few weeks, so they'll be be released. Um, and what a, what a great list that will be when that when <laughs> that does get released.
1: That'll be impressive.
0: Um, but yeah, so a credit to them. Also, Graham Smith, who who returned after the bushfires, right at the very start of the year, when yeah. we cast our eyes back.
1: It seems a long time ago now, doesn't it? It, it? does. It does.
0: And and the, the stuff that he he went through, and then to get um, back to the racetrack, have some winners, and have a bit more normality back into his life. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that was a real highlight. Uh, again, it's the human story, isn't it, Kurt, within yeah. within Greyhound Racing that really touches the hearts and the, the dogs also themselves. They're the, the champions on the track, but the people behind them really uh, really add to the story. Um, so that's, I mean, that's a, a wonderful 2020. I mean, unfortunately with the COVID, you... Yeah, it's it, thrown a
1: spanner right in the works, hasn't it's it? It's been difficult. Um, I, I think we've been really lucky to be able to continue on as we yeah. have. So um, credit to everybody in the industry, like... From management, but also to the participants that are doing mm-hmm. the right thing and um, being able to continue where other people haven't been quite so lucky. So, uh, yep. um, no, it's been it's been a good year. It's been a tough year, but uh, um, let's hope twenty twenty one is um, a little bit brighter and a little bit easier. We get more people back at the track. We can have a few more beers, a few more celebrations, and uh, yep. hopefully some really really good racing. All
0: right. Well, on that note, Kurt, that uh, concludes this edition of the Dogcast wonderful job by yourself great to have you on the show
1: been a pleasure but uh uh, 11 10 30 now and i've got the first race at angle park in about 45 minutes so i've got to pull my finger out and uh well
0: well kurt to you and your family wish you a merry christmas and a a happy new year
1: yep likewise and to all of our listeners uh i know it's only been my first go but uh um thanks for everyone's support and um yeah i hope you all have a good christmas and enjoy whatever you do and uh couple of frothies if that's your choice and uh, enjoy your, your christmas day whether it's a barbecue and a beer and a bit of pudding like will be for me and then asleep at two o'clock but uh, <laughs> um we should be uh, good racing and uh, hopefully everything's well in the new year all right
0: terrific and thanks to everyone for tuning into the dog throughout the year we look forward to uh getting everyone back on board in 2021 and we also hope to see you all at the track very very soon